Hello, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome to episode four of One Minds and Inspirational Conversations, the podcast that teaches you how to reach a balance of body and mind. Here we inspire people with different experiences and the stories of our guests will make you think and look to your life through a new perspective, less stressful and more positive. If you still don't know me, I am your host, Yogile, and I'm running the website onemanzo.com. And today I'll be talking to Anusha Peterson. I chose to speak with Anusha because now more than ever, we spend a lot of time at home with ourselves and it's a great chance to learn about yoga, movement and mental well-being. And Anusha is a yoga teacher in Berlin who has been working for more than 10 years in different styles of yoga, like different types of Hatha yoga, including hot yoga as well. She is also trained in Ayurveda, Aurazama, Reiki, meditation, and is continuously educating herself in anatomy, energy, and consciousness work. So I really can't wait to get it started. Hello, Anusha. <laughs> finally, Hi, finally yes. we can speak together. <laughs> yes, I'm really looking forward to it. It's good to see, good to see you. Good to talk to you. And, um, you know, when I met you, that was at the end of 2008, I think, in Berlin, right after I moved uh, from Portugal to Berlin. And at that time, I was going myself through various emotional difficulties. Like one of them was uh, grief after losing my father, also the depression that was related to moving to a different country and trying to adapt to the new rhythm of that country and life brought us together to 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 work together at some point and i just re always remember that the first impression about you was this calmness this patience and this peacefulness you know and for me it just just blasted me like wow someone is just <laughs> so calm you know because I was completely the opposite in that time and I remember just once you were saying we were speaking about yoga and I was telling you that I tried once in Lithuania a long time ago and you just offered me to join your class the yoga class because at that time you were doing your teacher training at the studio around the <laughs> corner from the place we were working together yes. and I just went <laughs> you know I just said okay I just went and you just like reopen, reopen this, this, this gate to yoga world for me again. And I think this was the best decision in my life because this was the point where I really started practicing and I started dedicating myself to yoga for all my life. And through, through the years, it's been, I've tried many things and I tried different uh, studios and classes and styles afterwards. And I can really say that this helped me so much and mentally, physically, and all other ways around. And yes, and this is why I really, I really wanted to, to have this, speak, this talk with you because mm -hmm. I thought we have to share this time. We, we have to share with the people for those who's also maybe not feeling mentally and physically okay at this moment. So... 
first things first, for how long have you been practicing yoga? Um, I looked it up actually <laughs> right before we're talking now because I wasn't sure. Time flies. It's uh, 14, 15 years now. Wow. 14 or 15 years almost. Hmm. And how did you get started? Uh, I remember like my first my first yoga thing was actually with an ex-boyfriend who uh, got up in the morning out of bed, uh, started to do asana. I didn't know that then, but like to move his body, breathe deeply, made weird sounds was a little weird, I thought, but I was definitely interested. And um, when my, I think my roommate did some yoga back then, and she took me to one class at her university. And I had one lesson there with her. Had an interesting meeting with the teacher who gave me some support, pushed me forward uh, on my back. And I just melted. I just melted over my legs. I remember that. And then I was kind of hooked. So that was like just little, um, little situations, not so deep stuff where I met it first. But uh, yeah, I went to my grandmother's uh, on a regular basis that time. And um, there I bought myself my first yoga book, which was with all the postures you could look up and some information about the breathing and stuff. And uh, I started to do yoga there. I was on vacation. I had, I don't know, two weeks for myself. And she had this huge uh, mirror in her dressing room. And I, yeah, I took my time and I started to do the poses, checking in the mirror, like, is that right? How does it feel? And I ended up doing sun salutations for, I think, two years then. Like every morning, that was my thing. Really, I really got hooked. That was the very beginning. And was your ex-boyfriend um, like a yoga teacher or was he also just self-trained um, person? Just self-trained, just okay. self-trained, yeah. But uh, very, very strict, I would say, <laughs> very strict. He had really this routine, like every morning, did a lot of yoga. Um, and then yeah, was, a good... was it like from the first time when you said that you tried and you just melted. And was this the time that you really re realized that this is the thing you want to have it constantly? That this is um, why you want to dedicate your, your life for that? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. That, that, that was the first uh, moment where, where I got hooked, where I realized this is something. What did she do there? What's my body doing? That, that felt amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and having the sun salutations every morning over the years was also a great routine. And I remember being so, um, how do you say, how, so surprised about myself. That was more the body, the moving part, that I was at some point able to put my forehead to my knees and stuff like that on my own mm -hmm. because of this practice, this mm -hmm. continuously practicing but when I met when I met you this year that was a little later and then I had uh, hot yoga I was in the um, Ausbildung the training the teacher training I uh, had the hot yoga and that is where it was like 
bam, I did this 10, 10, 10 days yoga in the studio. Um, I went by just one day and saw the advertising, 10 days yoga, 10 euro. And somebody called me and said, we have to go there. We have to go there. This is so great. I love it. Come on, let's do it. Let's try something new. And I think after the second or third day, I was on fire. I went to the main teacher and I said, what is this? I need to learn this. I, I, what, when, when do you start? Where, where's the training? Give me, give me something. <laughs> you know, I was, I was really on. I was really on. That was the real moment where I realized I, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for a living. And what type of yoga do you teach now? Right now I'm teaching Hatha yoga, I would say, mostly. Um, I did after the um, hot and vinyasa yoga. That was the first uh, training I did. I did a uh, few years later, I did the Anusara yoga, which is also a Hatha yoga, which I love, which just... You know that, that that's my kind of thing. And what do you what do you like about this particular form of yoga, meaning hatha yoga? Well, hatha yoga. What I like about it is that I have enough time to breathe and to realize where I am, what I'm doing. It's not I'm not the flow type of person. Um, I like that too. A good flow is great. Uh, but whenever I have the chance to decide, I would definitely prefer the Hatha yoga because you have a, you do a posture, you look inward, you feel it. You can do the next posture. Of course, there's also a little bit of flow, but depending on who's teaching. And what, what is your mission as a yoga instructor? Do you have your idea and uh, who are you trying to reach and why? Do you have specific target group or people or? I really think that yoga is for everybody. I really think so. If you open for it, if you want to try it, uh, you will probably get something out of it. Um, for me, yoga is about consciousness. That's like the main thing that you realize who you are, how you treat yourself, how you treat others, how you live your life, what's important to you. Um, yeah, that you stay in contact with yourself mm -hmm. while living your life, while doing all your things you have to do, still realize what's going on. And I would say that's kind of my mission to yeah, help people to show a way so they can be a little bit more conscious and closer to themselves, I would say. And that I think everybody can do. You have to be willing, of course, it's not gonna just like happen, you know. Um, but if you're up for it, yeah, I think everybody can do it. So you say that you actually don't don't specify in a specific type of the people and you say that everyone can actually do it no yeah i think so i mean you have to of course you have to uh be careful when you have like injuries and stuff mm -hmm. that's not not a question 
and certain body types need certain yoga practices and stuff like that. But I, I have really young students. I have much older students. Um, there's men, there's women. This is, it's, it's all there, I would say. Um, of course, there's uh, people who are coming and saying like, um, well, maybe that we could say, I just want to train my body. I want to be fit and healthy, uh, look good and stuff. Then I say, of course you can come, but I don't know if you, you're going to be happy with me as your teacher, because then it's probably a little bit too slow. What I'm teaching is a little bit too much. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, look inside, take a deep breath, stuff like that, where you feel when you want your body trimmed, maybe that's not like enough in a way. Um, but you can definitely train your body with yoga. That's for sure. It's a different kind of training, I think. Uh, and again, it depends what kind of yoga you're actually practicing. So maybe I have for like... My, my, my targeting group is more people who really want to look inward. It's more fun for me as well. Maybe we could say it like that. Yeah. yeah. Because it's funny, like, um, when I started doing yoga even with you and stuff, I, I remember that first, of course, there is an effect on the, on the mental state of the whole mental well-being, but it's also very big input on the body like a muscle building the different muscles building mm -hmm. the muscles which i maybe didn't know that i had before mm -hmm. like you know and and you say like okay maybe the people the ones who who wants to have a bit more um, fit body through the yoga actually i believe you can do it even with a slow mm -hmm. slow motion but you mm -hmm. have to be regular very regular or daily or every second day and i realized mm -hmm. that also that the slow slow uh, moves and slow like even like going deep into some asanas it really it really helps it makes you it makes my my legs you know like strong and and to build the muscles and the whole back you know and uh so it's also the people who think that maybe it's also working actually <laughs> well this is not it's a good point you're right it's uh, definitely definitely a good point it does, um i didn't mean to say that it's not like a, mm. a training um, but if you're looking for like exercise only if you just want to lose weight or just want to build up a right. lot of muscle right. it's not then the I think it's not the thing mm. you can do it there is mm. like if you go in hardcore flows and you can do a lot of push-ups with it and stuff you can definitely uh build up muscle, lose weight. Um, yeah, it's not the main focus, I would say. But I totally agree with you that this slow yoga um, is hardcore, definitely. Yeah. It's much, it's even, much harder, yeah. much harder than everything else to hold the pose. And then, and then I think this is kind of the, um, kind of the secret. Mm -hmm. This is the secret um, to hold the position and then to breathe, you know, to have this deep breath, to like put your body into the perfect uh, position that you lengthen your spine and you feel like if you put down your foot now, 
then this energy line goes all the way up to your leg, you know, into your hips. And from there you stabilize and then you can lengthen it through to your heart and then to your hand and then you pull back the energy. So if you start to flow in energy lines and if you don't need so much pressure, but you build up strength anyways. Yeah. And how would, how would you say how the yoga changed you as a person or what yoga done to you as a person? Mm, nice question. Um, I think I am a kind of a calm person naturally already. This is how I was born that's a little bit. Sure. <laughs> Maybe that's the years Um, of the of the of the of the training and experience and practicing, you know, the the spiritual activities. Maybe no. That they made me calmer. Yeah, you mean they did, but I think I I was pretty calm before, kind of. Uh, They yoga made me even. It made me more connected. I think Mm -hmm. made me more connected. Made me a little more open as well um forgiving definitely definitely i have a little bit more room more space Mm -hmm. i would say also mean connected uh, with just yourself as a body or with also with other people i think through a better connection to myself Mm -hmm. um is a more honest connection to other people Definitely. And since I'm doing the yoga every day and be in contact, I'm being in contact with myself, I'm much, yeah, it's it's more honest. It's more, it's a true connection because I'm really connected to myself and know how I feel, what's important to me, what I don't like. Um, Yeah. And it also made me, um, yeah, aware. That's that's with the con being conscious, but also aware of everything that happens around me. I'm a little bit. Um, on one hand, I got kind of nicer to myself. On the other hand, I also see see more of the dark side. I want to say, and also I'm also a little bit more. It's not so easy to say, um, not judgy, but I, I see see my mistakes or when I repeat my mistakes, when I when I don't get out of this loophole, when stuff is repeating itself, when I'm lazy, and um, yeah, I'm also more honest to myself to say like, hey, this is not the right thing. You you had another plan, so come on, move. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it's not always nice. Yeah, but I think this is the this is the the funny part of of this. More you practicing these things, or yoga, or meditation, or mindfulness, you become more more aware of everything. What you do, what you say, your the feelings of everything. As you say, you start uh, finding yourself when you are judgmental, when when maybe you are jealous, or maybe all of these things. And the funny part that then you you start criticizing yourself and you're like, 
oh, but this is not right. And this is, mm-hmm. this is not okay. Maybe I should change this and should change mm-hmm. that. And this is all comes together because mm-hmm. there are many people around who is not practicing um, neither yoga or meditation and they never question themselves in exactly. their life. They never even think maybe that they might be wrong might be i don't know behaving the the way how it shouldn't be you know yeah and when um when times are not good or not so good then you might think like "Mm, much better life little jealous want that too but it's just (laughs) it's uh i i love the life i'm living i'm really thankful for being conscious and seeing all this uh dark stuff and it really is a part of me and I, I, I'm really, I'm so thankful that I found this way and really am able to work with myself like that and yeah, work through all this. <laughs> and how, like through all of the years of practicing yoga, how would you describe how it evolved your relationship to your own body through all this time? It was interesting because before I practiced yoga, I was kind of in that state where I didn't think so much, yeah, I would say, and where I I just enjoyed my body. I mean, I was in around 20 or something. Mm -hmm. I uh, just loved my body, had a good time, really, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, when I did yoga for myself in the very beginning, I remember I got a a different appreciation for my body, definitely. Um, how I can move it, what I'm actually able of, uh, what I'm capable of, what's, what's, you know, I didn't know about it before so well. And then when I started to teach yoga, it changed a little, I have to say, because uh, then a lot of projections also came because then you're the yoga teacher. And as a yoga teacher, kind of, I remember how I looked at my yoga teachers. Um, They have to be perfect and kind of skinny or well-trained or this is, you don't have to. Now I know. Exactly. Thank you. Society standards. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Because I'm not a skinny person, you know, I've never been a skinny person. Well, but um, no one also, no one also said that everyone has to be, you know, that's the thing. Because yeah, but it's only what the magazines are, are dictating, you know. Definitely, but the crazy part is that when I was younger, younger, I thought about it. Then was a time where I just enjoyed myself. Mm. Then came this yoga part, and then I realized mm, there was another pressure. I mean, this is now maybe as a yoga teacher, I don't know how other uh, teachers feel about it. But I remember in the very beginning, it got a little harder. And I was a little like, hmm, I should, maybe I have to train more or I'm sharing this now, you know. Um, first, my relationship got a little uh, more worse to my body, mm-hmm. to be honest, um, because there was so much focus on it okay. suddenly yeah. from myself and from others. Yeah. And it took some time to let it be again to realize like, Hey, this is my body. This is not about the body. It's okay. Um, yeah. But growing 
with growing into this teacher's seat, I really also grew into all this uh, project projections mm -hmm. and what, what people think, what I think about myself, what I want to, um, how I want to be seen, stuff like that. It would took a say, while. Would you say that then yoga is more physical or more mental exercising? Both, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you could, what, what I know about myself, I have been to yoga classes that were physical. Mm -hmm. you know? Just where I see... I'm standing, I'm doing my postures and working with my breath, but it doesn't do anything to me. Mm. Nothing happens. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel. It's like, okay. Um, I think you need it both. You need it both. Definitely for myself, uh, I need the mind. I need the mind. I need the deep breathing. I need the uh, awareness so it means something to me. That's for myself, yeah. Um, the, um, I started actually, I'm reading one book since a while, which is a lot of like, in, it's actually like a training for many people who has many problems, emotional problems or like addictions and so on. And this kind of um, created program for people. So um, I'm reading at the, at the moment exactly the very detailed uh, information about this program. And they've been saying, well, there's mostly about the meditation, actually, and about the mindfulness and all of the techniques of the meditation for a specific problem and specific um, maybe feelings. And they are saying a lot about that actually meditation is yoga can be as a meditation or yoga it is actually as a meditation or mindfulness practice because we go with the with the with a totally aware mind we're doing the exercise at the same time we're not doing anything else we're doing only that and stuff so it was very interesting because before i really didn't know that you can replace you can maybe one day do the just meditation and they maybe just do yoga because it also counts as a meditation so from that, I have also to you the question to, to ask you, do you think is yoga a way of life or is this a way of to, to exercise and to meditate? For myself, with everything I've said before, it's definitely a way of life mm -hmm. because it, if you allow it to, then it really changes you being conscious and aware and then yoga can be everything that just like meditation like when you're folding your laundry or stuff you know and you right. you take really deep breath and realizing what you're doing how you're standing feeling your feet being aware of everything uh, that's like one thing where's a way of life where you can just invite it and then also when you're meeting people, where you talk to them, how you treat people, how you like live your daily life. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a way of life. Why, 
do you, um, how do you think why so many people are or may feel intimidated by yoga and because very often i also speak to my friends and i always promoting yoga and always say like oh you have to try you have to do because it's amazing you will start feeling good and you will feel such feeling your body and stuff and i realize that many people are actually having this kind of engraved belief that yoga is just something what the indian yogis do and you know this is something what way too magic for them or way too like oh you know this is yoga this is something like completely different and i always try to say like no no this is something what actually every person should do to mm -hmm. be calm to be aware to be to be just to be yourself to feel yourself Mm -hmm. But so many, many people are really so scared of this. How can they overcome this fear or this just like false belief? Well, you can only overcome it if you try it. That's for sure. <laughs> you just have to try it. Just give it, give it a shot. You know, it's worth it. Give it like, give it a shot. Do like two or three yoga sessions and then you will know. Um, I think a lot of people, yeah, have, uh pictures in their head about uh, it's either only women sitting around um um doing nothing it's boring and you're not moving your body um which is so funny because you know um where the yoga comes from it was men it was only men practicing so yes. uh the the western part of the world yeah has a slightly different picture of yoga mm. Um, yeah, so probably a lot of people are scared as well, mm. you know, is this something you cannot touch? I mean, I'm, this is, it starts when I tell you, take a deep breath into your belly. It's like, what? How can I, I mean, if you're not connected to yourself, you might feel like, how do I breathe into my belly? Mm. That doesn't work or uh, think to your right toe or something and then push it. And then you, you don't have the connection. So maybe people are missing something they can, you know, like touch something they know, something mm -hmm. is like for real mm -hmm. and is a little too much hoji vuvu, you can say with the yoga, you know, they're scared it's not a, not a real thing. Um, but I had a lot of, uh, I remember that we had a lot of dancers and really trained people in the yoga place and uh, they suffered. They suffered in the yoga practice. They were really, they, they came in there like, no problem. I'm yeah. strong. I have, you know, I have the perfect body. I have my perfect, I know my body, everything's fine. And they suffered because it was such a different movement and they needed strength where they didn't have it. Like you said in the beginning, how you'd use different muscles. Yeah. Uh, it's not the same as regular exercise. So it's, it's so hard to describe it whenever, whenever you, um, you're leaving this formal pictures, this formal, um, or things you can touch, you can explain. Yeah. I think people are scared, mostly, I would say. Yeah. 
scared and also lazy, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people, I also have to say, who tell me, you know, I tried. I tried mm -hmm. yoga two, three times. It's just not my thing. Oh, okay. It's just not my thing. I don't, I don't want to breathe into my belly. I don't want to mm -hmm. be conscious all the time. I, I just want to work out. I want to feel my limit. I mm -hmm. want to go over it. Um, or they is too static and they yeah. like dancing. So it is for everybody, but it's, it's not everybody likes it. That's also okay, right? Right. So as you said that for people to overcome this yoga fear, they should just give a shot and try themselves uh, one, two, three times, just try to see how it feels. So how do you describe to those people what is the evolvement changes in, in, a, in, a, in experience during all of the practice through the years in a body, in a breath, mind, spirit? So for myself, uh, I realized that my whole body works a lot better uh, uh, altogether. You know, because of the connections I could make or I was able to make because of yoga, that I realized it's all connected. My feet have something to do with my hips and uh, my right shoulder with my left side hip and with my right knee and how it all works together. Mm. And um, realizing that throughout yoga practice helps you move, uh, helps you move your body in like on a regular basis much smoother much nicer so you will definitely feel definitely feel a change there from your whole body structure and i i realized that um i think almost everybody has um can you say that like pat patterns like stuff you're doing like you're when you're sitting you're always i don't know having one shoulder down or bending one leg or whatever it is And this constant yoga practice makes you realize what yeah. kind of habits you have, like what, how you're using your body, actually. And me, myself, I, I realized that and I, I, with, this, with the knowledge about it, the experience about it, I really tried to work against it. Mm. So whenever I'm standing somewhere waiting, Maybe, um, yeah, people uh, can um, connect to that. <laughs> you stand somewhere and you're just like, you're hanging or you're, yeah. you're sitting somewhere and you're really losing it all. And uh, this is situations where I really lift myself up, mm. where I realize like, okay, I put two legs, uh, I put, put my two feet on the ground, pull in the navel a little, take back my shoulder, step by step. And my whole body lifts up, yeah. opens up, and uh, I'm aware of myself. And then I might lose it again, and then I get it back. So, um, yeah, definitely will give you better connection to your body, to your habits. That will change if you want it or not. You will realize it. Mm. And um, I was also able to breathe a lot deeper, a lot, and to be with myself I would say to just you know with a calm mind to just be mm. 
sit somewhere and let it be. It's okay. It's enough to just be, to yeah. sit here, breathe, feel myself, take a few minutes and then go on. Yeah. For me, I remember when, before starting like really regular practice, I always had the, the lower back pain all the time. And uh, I never been before to the doctor to really find out what was the thing. Now, after years of practicing, I realizing it's been the wrong posture all the time, you know. And through this practice, I really understood how to stand correctly, how how to keep the shoulders back correctly. And I have to say, in after I started in like two. Maybe in a couple of years, my pain disappeared completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is, I always say also to the people that uh, first thing, it's going to fix you physically at, in some way or going to put everything in the right places and will maybe relax some tensed muscles because we, we are not aware of our body at all when we walk or when we sit, as you say. Yeah. Or when, I don't know, uh, just... Uh, like uh, also another way, like when we do sport, if, if it's not yoga, we do another type of the sports is also very important to hold the, the, your body in a correct posture also, not to, not to damage yourself, not to damage your, your, your muscles or your body. So this also gave me a lot of awareness in doing everything around, like no matter, no matter what you do, doing something, you're always aware of yourself, even how exactly. you move. So. Exactly. So it's a good, um, like we said in the beginning, uh, I think when people start with yoga, it is physically, just mm -hmm. like you said right mm -hmm. now. It is physically first because you can, you probably cannot go that deep so fast. Exactly. To relax your mind yeah. and to uh, this breathing. I remember it took, I think, over two years. I think over two years when I had my first yoga class as mm. a student mm. where I was constantly breathing. Yeah. Like where I really was where where my posture, my body followed my breath. Yeah. And throughout seventy-five minutes. Mm. I remember afterwards I felt like flying. Yeah. But it it took two or three years. I, yes. I cannot say exactly, but it was a long time. Because of course you forget to breathe and then you get tight and you exactly. want to achieve something and there's the position. This was exactly me it. in the beginning, I remember? I know, I know. And then it's like, <laughs> and you see these people who are standing on one leg, you know, and they're yeah. pushing, 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 and then they're just like, <laughs> falling. They just fall because there's so much pressure. There's no room for, you know, you yeah. have to let go a little. Yeah. To really, yeah, let the body work for you. Yeah, so the funny. breathing, it took me, I think, forever. Ah, because in the beginning, yeah. you were saying, Yogi, <laughs> don't forget the breathing. I was like, I have no time to think about Let me be, I'm I have focusing. to push. I'm just focusing on the posture, exactly. you know. And afterwards, I was like, oh my God. It's taken me then, a while. You know, somebody adapt. comes and tells you, tells you like, uh, 
push out your leg. Now hold it. Take yeah. a deep breath. Relax your shoulders. Yeah. Relax your relax your jaw. Mm. Now uh, relax your forehead. Mm. Pull in your belly. Now breathe out. Pull in this. Push out this. And you're like, whoa. Exactly. Too much information. Too much information. Too much. Yes, but slowly, step by step, all of these things come at the, yeah. on the right time when, when we are ready and when we prepared for that. That's for sure. And when we practice, this, yeah. is, this is really, this is the hard part, but this is how it is. You have to practice. If you don't practice, nothing's going to change. Like with everything in the life, no? Exactly. So you see again, yoga is like a, you know, it's a yeah, way of life. Exactly. It's a way of life. Uh, what you would say to the people, what top qualities should someone look uh, for in a yoga instructor and studio? Um, well, it's important that you feel comfortable with mm. this person. Um, I think it's also very important that they don't push you too much, but just enough. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want anybody who tells you to do more, go deeper, it's not enough, or who maybe even pushes you physically. I think that's too much that you feel you can go on your own pace, but in the right moment you get maybe like a, like a little push. And um, I think it's also very important that, I don't know if that's, a, it's hard to uh, figure that out, but to find a teacher who cares for you the way you do the asana and the postures. Not just to, okay, I'm the teacher, I show you how it's done. Look at this, look at this, this is the best way. Mm -hmm. And then you have to follow. It's more like if you find a teacher who can help you yourself to find your way into positions, into yoga, into breathing. This is, I think, the most important part. Yeah, it's hard to have like bullet points. You can yeah. just like check, check, check. It's a deep feeling. You have the feeling of connection, but really try to find somebody who lets you do it your way. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. That's important. Who shows you the way. You Who's think, not like... Do you think it's, it's uh, in the beginning... Is it better to start from the studio, from the private teacher, or just starting yourself with a YouTube and internet? If you if you can afford it, because of course one one to one is more expensive. Mm. But if you can afford it, you should do that because mm -hmm. this is the greatest way to just really do it the way you need it, mm -hmm. your practice for your body. Uh, your tempo, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, if it's too much money, then go to a studio. And the last thing is really this internet stuff because mm -hmm. that you can do when you have some practice or let's say you go to a studio on a regular basis and then from time to time you do the online stuff. Mm -hmm. That's okay too. But you should have somebody who checks on you. Yeah. Because there is, there is a lot of uh, asana, a lot of positions where it's important to really pull in the navel or that your knee is really right on a straight line over your ankle or something. And you can really hurt yourself. So 
I mean, I did it, I did it, but I think that was two years or something. I did it for myself, just with the book, I did with the mirror mm-hmm. that worked okay, just yeah. to check. And I looked at the pictures in the mm-hmm. book and I copied them yeah. more or less, you know, and then I think two years later, I went to the studio and I got new input. Um, yeah, but it's, it's always good. I mean, that's what we're there for too, as teachers to support and to, to show the way. So yeah, yeah I think it's you, very important that someone in the beginning shows you the, the correct way, yeah. how it's supposed to be. And you can ask questions, you know, you, you don't just get the information and you think like, mm, yeah, okay, I do it kind of that way. Mm-hmm. You can really ask like, what does it mean to breathe into your belly? Yeah. What does it mean to pull together your shoulder blades? Yeah. How do I do yeah. that? Yeah. How does it feel when your foot is really grounded or whatever question comes up? Yeah. So, yeah, have it's somebody. It's so easy to to do it wrongly or everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to actually do it opposite, not good, but bad for yourself. Yeah. So. And what also happens is then your body gets used to it. Exactly. Yeah. We had a lot of people, especially in the hot yoga, I have to mm. say, there were the silent classes where everybody could uh, practice for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, teacher is not saying anything in the silent. Teacher is not saying anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also not, um, not supporting, not doing hands-on or something. Mm-hmm. And then some people, you, you get used to a certain form of your body. Like we had before, you know, if I'm always sitting like this yeah. and this is my regular uh, sitting posture. So my yeah. body gets used to it. And that also happens in asana. And then suddenly when somebody comes and shows you the correct position you're like no that feels wrong that's not right so your body gets used to it but it's actually not good for your body so yeah definitely have somebody um to support you to help you um let's go a bit more to the spiritual side (laughs) (laughs) well it's all for my eyes is all together connected um something like yoga for, or meditation for many people is just an internal practice. How do you think, at what point does it become connected with something outside of the individual? With something more like, uh, I leave it space to you. <laughs> uh, um, well, this is also something to do with when when you're becoming your practice, when it's something you do on a daily basis, or when it's, when, when it starts to, to, when yoga is part of your daily, daily life. Yeah. Uh, that moment, it already starts to affect the outside, Mm. right? When you start to share what you, what you get out of yoga mm. that moment i would say it's not such a big thing i hope it happens automatically um and then the world gets better <laughs> i mean it's so it's so simple and might be a little lame but 
this is when I get your question right. This mm -hmm. is what I think when you when you work on yourself and mm. you're you you you're connected. You start to treat people different because of that connection, and they feel treated differently through something else. And this is how it. Is that how I got? Did I get the question right? Yes, yes. I also, yes. Just um, for me, the <laughs> the outside of individual is also could be like. Do you also think that at some point you really it becomes not about you individual, but becomes like a more spiritual thing, more like connection with our universe or with some stronger energy power something well that i had i had this moments definitely in meditation mm -hmm. like then only for myself then i can only speak for myself right yeah um yeah, yeah i i had that moments in deep meditation um where I sometimes even felt i don't want to come back because it was such a great connection and so peaceful and so just like easy and open. Um, and I also had it in Shavasanas in the, the, the last position in the yoga, when you just, after practicing and moving your body, uh, when you just lay down, try to be conscious and realize how you feel. Mm. Um, I had it too. Mm. Also with deep heart openers, yeah, it happens. I think it happens for me. It happens when I really let go. Yeah. When I when I let go. When I um, either did the kind of work. Let me say in meditation with sitting. If it's like a still sitting meditation, or there also have had happened with dancing meditations or when there was a lot of movement and then whew, suddenly comes space. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you have to do the work before. That's what I wanted to say. If there is like a little, even cracking, uh, either cracking the heart open with positions mm. or really doing a tempo or mm. yeah. Does I mean, that make sense? So yeah, it's yeah, a little totally tricky. Makes sense. Because I remember myself, I still lived in Berlin and I don't know, that was maybe something like five years ago. And I was, uh, I was going to, the, to do the classes at the, at the studio. I was also doing the meditation at the studio. And one day I, I had really, really down day when I was really I think I even was crying because it was something I don't even remember what was that but I know that was really depressing day and it was also raining like crazy it was also gray and I, I remember I went to the class of one and a half hour um, hatha yoga class it was pretty fast intense class with the jumpings and stuff where you always feel like okay this was a proper workout Mm -hmm. And right afterwards, it was uh, another 40 minutes meditation, 45 minutes meditation. Perfect. I have to tell you, I never felt better in my life, ever. I never reached that state afterwards, ever. Like, really, I just, 
I left the class. I felt because, you know, inside in me before I was just like boiling in my anger or in my stress or in my things or like problems and so on. And I just wanted to cry. I left the class and I felt as like this outside of my human thing. I was just smiling all the time. I had like this shield, like like friend of mine is saying this, this buzz, this positive buzz around you, you know, nice. and, and and I remember I just had no, no any problems in my mind. And I remember myself leaving the studio and was raining like crazy. And I was just walking with umbrella, smiling. I was just walking, not even thinking about where I go, what I do, you know, just like going with the flow and very positive and very... And as you say, it takes, you, you have to do a work to reach this state, but you can reach it and for me this was and of course the years afterwards i was also doing in yoga meditation and so on but it's funny i never managed to be specific that type of the state would have been there you know so even mm. though if i if i'm even practicing now more maybe you know or even meditating more i still didn't reach that state you know so i think i really think that it changes and that you the more open you are like body or mind-wise, it doesn't matter, uh, the harder you have to work to get to that point. Yeah. Because I, I remember in the beginning of my training, my, th this whole, you, you think about a heart center. And it was kind of, you know, most of the people were protecting it, shoulders forward and don't come too close to my precious heart and my emotions. And then when you start to do this, yoga position and you start to actually open up and feel your mm. shoulder blades and open mm. your chest and things. I, I had the best feelings of deep crying, opening, realizing what's going on. Um, but it got less and less because mm. once your body is open already, you have to work deeper, deeper, deeper and open even more to yes. get to that certain point. So this, this big, wow moments they really were in the beginning and now i have to kind of work a little harder for them mm. i have to say um the more you grow but, more you have to put more input in it yeah with the meditation is uh the other way around i would say okay that wasn't so easy in the beginning that um it's now easier to go deeper mm -hmm. faster yeah. When I meditate and get to that point. Yeah. Well, maybe this is what happened with you under the umbrella. Change of perspective, but then you had it okay. once and it was huge. Yeah. Best feelings though. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you say uh, that uh, you growing, or growing as a child or a teenager, were you spiritual already back then? Mm. Yeah, doch. Yeah, I was spiritual. Yeah, I would say yes, yes. And I, I remember from our talks years before, and uh, because because we've been we've been friends for for more than ten years, and I remember um, you always uh, were telling me about your yearly annual buddhist camps 
yes. you were going. And I remember this. You were telling you were telling me about all of the experience, the the nature, the the whole community feeling, and so on. So, um, how this annual Buddhist camp contributed to your spirituality? And yeah, mm, I was so lucky to to find that because of a. Um, friend of mine who took me when I was yeah a teenager I think mm -hmm. it started um, well it made me aware of the fact there's something bigger definitely um, it helped to have like-minded people around me that was a special thing and I have to say I think it also helped me that there was no pressure in a way, but that I, that I realized that there's a lot of people who believe in something, mm -hmm. but it's not so, it's not so hard. It doesn't have to, I, I remember there were two or three years where I felt I should know about all the Buddhist goddesses now, because if I consider myself being a Buddhist, then I really should know everything, you know, and I start to read all those books and, and I realize like, hmm, not my thing. That's no, two or three. You know? <laughs> no, it's not my, it was too much. There's two yeah. or three who really interest me. So I, I know a lot about them from people who told me about it mm. or I read about it, but it was not, was not about knowing yeah. it all. So it was more having these conversations with people, seeing that people, how they behave actually. Mm -hmm. This is again, this, I think they were, like we said about yoga, like conscious with what they're doing, what's important to them, how they want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And they tried to treat people the same way and I think realizing that um, uh, some more space opened up some more room opened up and for me that has to do with spirituality yeah having this space being able to feel yourself your surrounding be open for everything that's that's around yeah, I think that helped a lot. And also being there like once a year, For having great teachers. You were going there? The, it was two weeks. Oh, it's a plenty of time to really yes. um, connect with yourself, actually. Yes, yes. And to detach um, from everything around. That's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's always great teachers, like the real Lama, but also, also all the other attendants. They were always the best teachers as well just in this regular daily life being together realizing are what's you still going, going to to these camps yes yes because i know that you're you're you have a daughter now mm -hmm. and she is still pretty small yes and so are you are you going now with her and with with your family to 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 these camps or is still for you the single journey no i go with my family the oh, good thing is sweet. that yes <laughs> uh this this whole camp was actually um that it started oh i don't remember 
long before my time. Mm -hmm. um, and before there were only students by themselves and they had this really, um, they had this retreats where they were only sitting, no talking, total silence, stuff like that. But the older everybody got, mm -hmm. the more children they got and families and the, the whole thing. So the Lama said, let's do a family camp. Yeah. That makes much more sense. So they're, they're very open um, for families and there's always workshops and space for children. So yeah, definitely going with the whole family. And how was um, being a mother changed your personal yoga practice and your teaching? <laughs> Made me more relaxed. <laughs> I have to say, because... <laughs> Man, you have no choice, you know, when you have, you, you're on your mat, you want to practice, but she doesn't want to, you know, she, she doesn't know what's going on. So she's jumping around under, over. Is she trying to front. imitate you and try to? Also, as well, as well. Yes. But then you, you know, you think about yoga, this serious thing. Now I'm sitting on my mat, I'm relaxing, I'm opening up my own space, Mama, somebody comes from the side, you know, it's over. So uh, it made me a little bit more relaxed and mm -hmm. a little bit more, uh, yeah, kind of going with the flow. You know, whenever I have time, I can go on the mat. Maybe she comes, she um, disturbs me a little, then I have to do it again or I have to find an alternative. Okay, I was on my right side. I wanted to do that first. Doesn't work. She's there. So I start with the left side. It makes it made it all a little lighter, more lighter, I would say. Yeah. Which was for me was a good thing. And um, when you were pregnant, for example, did you, were you um, practicing yoga still? Yes. And, and I, I remember, Yogi, I remember, I love that because I was kind of, you know, proud of everything I achieved over the years. <laughs> as a student um i remember being in a hot yoga class mm -hmm. uh and i was i think maybe in the no i don't remember i had a huge belly already mm -hmm. and uh, was one of these hot yoga classes and i did them on a regular basis and um i remember having this one person behind me who was really like sporty sporty kind of person i know her for a long time And there were a lot of those people in the classroom and the teacher was teaching. It was kind of hard flow fast. And I had my breathing, you know, but th that's the most important thing when you're pregnant and you exercise this constant, really nice, deep breathing. Mm -hmm. And because of all my practice and all these years of um, experience, I really made it through this class with the constant nice breathing. I did all the exercises and I saw the people around me collapse, like one after another, <laughs> took breaks, sat down, went down, was really like, and me with my big belly, like flowing easily through my practice. Maybe you got the energy um, from, from, from your daughter inside as well, you know? Probably as well. Probably as well. I think it was the breathing. This is definitely a hymn for the breathing mm -hmm. and for constant breathing. Um, I remember I was proud that day where I felt like this is 
this is a great thing that it works like that, that there's still enough energy and strength. It's a different kind of strength. It was not the pushing and stressing kind. It was a total relaxed, deep strength. What, yeah. what um, other benefits can um, a mother-to-be uh, gain from a regular yoga practice? Because I also have lately, I have more and more friends who's, who's getting mm. pregnant or having kids. And I, I also try to, to give the presents, the books, you know, about like, yes. Uh, yes. the way how to, how to raise them and the way to do. Mm-hmm. And I also, I think it's very important for them to know uh, what benefits they can get from the regular practice while they are pregnant. Well, they shouldn't start practicing yoga during the pregnancy if they haven't done it before this is really important because it's a it's a new thing you do kind of do to your body and um because it's not only exercise and movement it does a lot with your organs because of the compressing and the deep breathing and stuff don't start with regular yoga during your pregnancy if you haven't had done it before Mm -hmm. you can always do the Pregnancy yoga to start with, I think. Um, If you do yoga during the pregnancy, it really helps you to first have some space for yourself, something you do for yourself, which is important. Um, Have some time to adjust to the changes of your body. Mm -hmm. That is also very helpful stay in contact while your body is changing. And then also this connection to your body and to your breathing is actually helping a lot when you're giving birth. And also later on when you have challenging moments with your child, just to you know, stay connected with yourself, don't go crazy. Um, not only with children, maybe husbands, wives, friends, whatever whoever is there. Um, Yeah, but I mean, there's a new person coming, you know, when a baby's born, there's a new person coming. So it's it's great uh, advantage if you know yourself before (laughs) before, um, there's coming somebody new to your your life, to your world. How does being a yoga practitioner influence how you relate to your children and on the same time to, to yourself? Well, I realize when I don't have enough space, definitely. Mm-hmm. When I don't have enough space, uh, not nice to say, but then I also scream at my daughter, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. you know, and um, which is not a nice feeling. So, once again, if you, if you stay in contact with yourself, if you have a connection, you know, oh, I, I'm not relaxed enough. I need yeah. something. What can I do? How do I get support before I start to scream or nag or do whatever? So um, it's, again, the consciousness, the being aware of what you're doing. So you act uh, in order to the situation. Oh. Beautiful. Um, 
So slowly we are going to the end and I would like to ask you to do the last call to actions for the people who, who maybe don't believe or don't never tried, or maybe they would actually should take a try and just anything comes out from your mind. What would you say to them? Just go for it. Be brave. Be brave. It's really worth it. Yoga is such a great ah, yeah, way of life, way to treat yourself, way to treat your body, other people. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot you can achieve. So give it a try. And it might take a while that until you find your teacher. But it doesn't have to. Maybe you get lucky, you find somebody very fast. Um, don't give up. I think really have like three, four trials to see if it's your thing. Um, yeah. Once again, be brave. It's worth it. I would say it's a lot more than exercising and um, yeah, you can get so much out of it. This yeah. definitely going to change your life for good. This is a big thing to say, but I'm saying it anyways, <laughs> because I'm sure of it. <laughs> this is always this, this is going to change your life, but yeah, it really is what to do. So It is. And I mean, what in the beginning, when you're a beginner, what the best thing is to do is just try all of the, I mean, now it's a bit dif difficult to do all of these things with, a, with our current situation with the COVID, but yeah once is like the possibility just try all of the promotional uh packages from different yoga studios because you can you can get like 10 classes 10 euros or there are different packages like a couple of months and you pay only i don't know 30 euros or something and try as much as you can of these so you also will not lose money in, in, in doing too much in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And you can really find out which style do you like, uh, the way you, the teacher you like, or maybe, you know, uh, like, you know, what I would love to say, Yogi, what I just uh, realized is when mm. you asked me what, um, what everybody should uh, do to find the right teacher, what is mm. a good thing, it's also important to look for their experience. It's yeah. a great thing to support. I just realized that when you said try everything you can, mm. um, because it's a great thing to uh, support newly teachers. I was yeah. a, you know, fresh baked teacher myself once, but really see that you feel comfortable and safe, mm -hmm. you know, that they know what they're talking about. Right. This is also important. Um, yeah. So that you don't hurt yourself or, you know, get into stuff you don't like. That's uh, look for the experience they have. And if they're really knowing what they're doing, if they're doing it themselves, a good teacher is always a good student or a greater, even greater student to say. That was one, one last thing I wanted to add. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just realized this is a big tip. This is important. Now everybody runs out and does the yoga and um with whatever who <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah just one more yeah, but, little tip. yeah 
But let's say I think in the be in the beginning when I tried, of course, I tried in, in your studio and this was also the, the long journey for me, the maybe the longest journey from all of the studios I've been. And uh, well, I even worked at some point there. Uh, but um, I have to say afterwards or in between, because you remember I was the one who was super excited to, to try all of the yoga studios in Berlin. <laughs> so I remember you. I was, I was, try, I was trying all of these um, offers, special offers, because I really wanted um, to find out what is going on, what is existing, what styles of yoga there are. And I have to admit, I, I really went through many also very weak teachers too, you know, and this is what's good. More you do also more you see who is actually the, yes. the, the proper teacher who has a big experience or who is doing just like a robot machine, you know, yeah. like from what's the, the real <laughs> shit to be honest. Yeah. What's the real shit? Who's, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's the real shit? This yeah. is just, there's big differences. There's weird people out there. And sometimes maybe even people, I remember when when you you cannot stand the voice, for example. You probably happened so that. often to me. <laughs> and then you think like, shut up, please. Exactly. Don't stop talking. And then you have to, you know, relax, yeah. open your heart. But yeah. somebody says it with a voice where you just wanna Yeah. So yeah. that's a great practice, mm. but that's why I said like try three, four times, or mm. you said like tr take all the offers you can get because yeah, there's so many. It's yeah. so important to find the one that you like, the voice, the pace, mm. the whole appearance, then yes. the style of yoga, the studio, the room, how everything, how it exactly. smells, what kind of people are coming, mm. so on, so on. Yeah, exactly. It's because in, in a time, if you stick to one place, it's also becoming like a, or maybe you can be your future friends or can be also the community, the people you relate to. And yeah. especially that's important for the people maybe who is feeling lonely or maybe who doesn't have friends or, you know, or newcomers in a new city. It's like yeah. also the great opportunity and chance to meet, to meet other people and to meet the good people because most of the good people are going to the yoga. <laughs> yeah, nice one. <laughs> uh, and once you found your teacher, I mean, that is great. It's also great for the teacher mm. if people are constantly coming back because yeah. then you, you see what's happening with the body, right? Yeah. You can, if you have a teacher, he starts to know your body and your posture as well. So he can give you special tips and Remember when you started to work at the yoga place, mm. you were kind of more in the focus of the teachers as well. Yeah, a lot. I tried they, all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they saw you more and they knew your name and they knew mm. your, you know, your behavior and everything. And then they could either calm you down or push you in the right moment, stuff like that. So it's great if you can build up a connection for the teacher or studio. Wow, with this note, <laughs> with this note, I think we, we will finish today. Yes, <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, Anusha, thank you so much for, for dedicating this time. We, we did quite long and I'm very happy that you, you, you agreed to have this conversation with me. Thank you, Yogi. There was, there was a lot of fun. It's a great thing you're doing. I like that you're offering it to the people.
And I mean, I always have this feeling that since the beginning, we always were connecting very easily in, in many levels, in the spiritual levels, in the yoga levels, in the friendship levels and, and so on. And this is for me like, a, I think from the beginning, uh, I mean, this podcast is about actually uh, sharing with the people the other people experiences and of course the to also show my path through the life that mm -hmm. all these people actually been part in my life and this is because of these people i am who i am now and this is because mm -hmm. of these people i learned many things from them mm -hmm. and this is why i'm very happy to have you here so people could also see this this journey from another perspective <laughs> such a sweetheart thank you i'm really grateful for this connection for those who live in berlin and are interested in having a lesson with anushe or uh, joining the zoom class as i know she's also doing it I, as always, I leave all the information with her website, with Instagram and so on below on the description of the video here on the YouTube. So you can easily find all of the contacts and uh, contact her as soon as you want. And um, thanks everyone who watched this episode. Um, hopefully our talk caught your interest um, to try yoga if you never tried before of course and or maybe it reawakened you in case you tried before and forgot about it how Anusha did with me back then 12 years ago and um, one or another way keep on practicing and you will see the results coming your way this is for sure and if you, you want to get any tips about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, nutrition, self-awareness, subscribe to OneMindsOn.com newsletter. This should appear somewhere right here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and receive also a free guide for your stress management. You can also subscribe to this channel and receive uh, notifications as soon as the new episode of Inspirational Conversations is published or any other video. And yes, so don't wait too long and start this year with new and healthy body and mind. And see you next time. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>